Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Well done, Steve. It's been oh, I thought you know you were going to be a little bit rusty. The pipes I am. rusty, you know, but you did good. Congratulations. <laughs> that was very well spoken. Oh, What's going man. on, everyone? Welcome to episode 189. My name is Dan Ramirez, and you are listening to Heroes of Noise. Yes, we're back. It's been quite a while, Steve. A month. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> I don't even know who sings that. That would be stained. That would be Holy stained. crap, I'll start dude. off with a little education. You really did educate. A little wow. rockimication going on. For the folks Probably the only know. song anyone knows from them. That's not true, Steve. Okay, that's not true. They've got a couple of them, but anyway, they're anyway. a whole they're a whole story in themselves. Hey, everyone, what's going on, man? How you been? Everyone going doing okay? Little show of hands. Who's here listening? Hi, welcome, welcome, welcome. Everyone's looking fantastic, Steve. It's time to have a show. I cannot wait. This has been a you know, it's been an enli- I think we both agree. So far, this year has been one of the more enlightening years for us. Yeah, there has been a lot uh, that has come to the forefront, and it's been a weird year for the show, at least. Our lives, it's been a whole other story, but the show's been a little strange. You know what I mean? We, uh, uh, we're not as rapid fire as we normally are, but, we're, but shit is just coming at us left and right these days, it seems like. Dude, it's, it's this, <laughs> it has been an amazing, amazing, uh, I mean, I've learned that I could live without a kitchen for a long time. Oh God! I completely forgot. I forgot that you didn't have a kitchen, man. It's yeah, been a they, long time. Their their next visit is on the uh, next month, the twenty second. Is their next come through because apparently there's a backlog of of work and wood and all this crap. And but you know, again, the thing we talked about before we start recording has helped me just push through and be like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. I'm alive. I'm fine. Some people would change. They would trade with me in a second and I need to just be okay. But man, sometimes it pushes your buttons to the point of, um, you know, getting being your annoying. buttons pushed. Oh, getting my buttons pushed. But I'll tell you this much. It's always fun to be on the show with my buddy though. Hey man. Thank you, sir. It feels weird. It feels weird. Like honestly, when's the last time we went a month without recording? Ben, you know what's funny? I don't feel it because we do actually, we've been talking on the phone more. That's and true. we actually have conversations. And so That's I true. don't really feel it. I was like, did we record? Well, because you know, it's, yeah, it's been it's, nice over the last month because we knew we weren't going to record. But a lot of times what you guys don't understand what we do, and it's more me. I do this. I'm guilty of this because sometimes it'll be like, I won't, I'll talk to Steve like once a week. Yeah. That's possible. And when yeah. that happens... If we go too much, like there's our show. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like, so like, Dan will be like, save it for the show. Dude, we have lost like awesome segments oh, just sure, by man. like talking on the phone. Oh, I know, sure. I know I can't think that way, but it's true. And you know that. Oh no, we do we do lose, but then but the last month or so, we don't care. So we'll just have had these long conversations to the point Dan's like, I gotta get into the store, man. I'll I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta I gotta get in here. You Sitting and my in mom my are driveway the, and shit. Dude, here's the funny part. You and my mom have the same thing in your brains like i'll say hey mom and we'll talk for an hour i'm like what are you doing she's like i'm sitting in the car i said why don't you go into the store she said i can't talk to you and go to the store i was like why she says i need to focus on what i'm doing or she'll do it in front of the house 
I'm like, why don't you go inside? She's like, I don't know. I, I can't. To me, it's disruptive. That's what she, she's like, I don't want to do that thing. Me, she'll all of a sudden hear beeping in the background. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm in Save Mart. She's like, you've been talking this whole time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know how it is to talk to you. It'll be like, I can tell when you're in the car. Sometimes there's an echo, but I know what you're doing or you're driving somewhere and I can't hear what you're saying. And then the next thing I know, you're like, yeah, so and you're just like in your kitchen yeah. knocking shit over. Yep. Pouring or water I'm, for some reason. I will talk anywhere, but you and my mom are very picky about she's like, I don't want to talk. And then or she'll be like, hey, I'm like, what's going on? Well, you you always say I can't talk. I'm talking in the in the, in the store now. I'm like, never mind. Get off the phone if you're going to be whispering the whole freaking time. Never. She's like, I just don't like this. I'm weird about that. I don't like people here, even though it's like a one-sided conversation. Yes, it's a one-sided conversation. I I don't know. It just bugs me. (laughs) And maybe it stems from like back in the 90s or like maybe the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, where everyone was really into their fucking Bluetooth earpiece. Oh, I hated that crap, dude. They had it on all day. Yes. And I would be like standing in the bank. It's quiet in a bank, guys. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you hear like, thank you. Have a nice day. I would like to put your whole $100. You know, whatever. Yeah. But like you're standing in line. You're waiting. It's Friday. You got your paycheck because this is before uh, apparently uh, direct deposit in whatever situation. Yep. BFA, baby. And uh, you got this guy like, yeah, you know, so we're going to go uh, go bang oh, some dude. bitches this week. At the, you know what? You're right. No, you're right. Yeah. You're a fucking douchebag. And now everyone knows it. Do you see That's what you've very done, true. I didn't have a Bluetooth headset. I never had one. I did, but I could not wear it. I thought it was the stupidest thing. It was so... Di- I remember my, the first... I think we talked about this. My first cell phone was via wireless. Via wireless? Yeah. You could talk as much as you want in town, but once you left town, it didn't work. I don't even remember that shit. That's ancient. Dude, it is. In 1999. I have had the same phone number since I got my first cell phone. So did I, but I got to change it. Have you checked on your ID notify? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, what they'll do is they'll monitor your information and they'll send you a, I get an update every month about if my information has been used. If my, uh, uh, like they recently said, your email showed up on the dark web. So did your phone number. You may want to change both or change the, or do something about that. I've seen the email and I've seen like usernames and stuff, but I've never seen my phone number. Yeah. Your phone numbers, since you've had it for all these years, Mm. your phone numbers everywhere. Like you're going to be getting spam. Uh, speaking of things that have never, that one has never seen, Steve. Out of curiosity, uh, yes. sorry to take this into a, a different direction. Have you ever seen your own asshole? Dan, no. I'm just wondering. I mean, you know, it's not an. I was what just wondering. Made you like, think I wonder. That? I wonder how many people haven't seen their own asshole before, dude. Um, uh, most people have not. You think? I mean, you gotta, I mean, you unless you have a hemorrhoid. Sometimes, what if you got a little something going on back there? You gotta, you know. You gotta, okay, you where gotta, did this come from, dude? I'm just saying. And, and guys, think of this, by the way. You have probably seen your your significant other's asshole more than they've seen Holy their own crap, Did you ever dude. think about that? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's weird <laughs> that we don't, you know? <laughs> it's just a thought I had, Steve. I'm sorry. I'm what, sorry made you, what made you think that? I don't know. Uh, I don't even know what you said that made me think that, but... I think it's a valid question. I think the people that have seen their exit hatch the most yeah. would have to be porn stars. Because they but have, have to maintain they them. have they seen theirs? More, yes, like, they have to maintain them. That's true. You got to get it all clean back there. Yes. The women But do, are they seeing it? Or are they just manually? In, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, Oh, I no. They, actually, they see it. They watch it. 
Wow. They look at it. Yeah. They like bleach like it in review, stuff. like on yes. film. No, they look at before they because you don't want to you review sure it all. Yeah, you're before you your don't want to look forward. Yes, you don't want to. You don't want to look at it on film and be like, "Dang, I should have checked before." I really should have checked my asshole last week. And I get it. They have. They have. You know. Uh, again, I told you I listened to this podcast. I'm like, man, there are some of the smartest people. They have understood what they're getting into, and they're like, "You guys are the crazy ones. We're just doing a job." I love podcasts that are done by porn stars they're really most some they're, some are well, i mean ish. i don't have like a whole list of them but there's a yeah. couple that i've heard and they're very entertaining because they do yeah. see things so differently than the, the majority of people absolutely Everyone's so uptight you know so uptight and, and and i get it like at first when i listened to it i felt i'm like ooh, look what i'm doing i'm listening to this i'm like why do i think that <laughs> i'm it's, listening to the naughty stuff <laughs> exactly i was like you know they they understand and again it also it also was in my head because, you know, the, the, the second half of one's life, I was like, you know what? They didn't care about what people thought of them. They just did what they were going to do and enjoyed it. Most people do not have, they can't say that about their life for the last, maybe if you're 40, since you were 20, you didn't do what you wanted to do with your life. They could at least say for the last 20 years, I did what I wanted to do. Say what you want about it. But I did it. And I'm like, man, maybe it's part of the envy of, you know, instead of us being the because I would say you and I sometimes are on the conveyor belt of just doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. Every single day. Wake up. Go do that. Come on. Go sleep. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, dude. Anyway. Anyway, not to bring it down. I think that's part of why I'm real fucking drag, Steve. You know that? My bad. My bad. Just bumming everyone out right now. I was on a nice, rosy, happy asshole conversation and now you're 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 questioning your life you know what i mean well you know it's 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 always there but i i find it interesting that you thought about of course you saw your significant others nether i'm just saying i've seen her asshole more than she's seen mine oh my lord i'm just being honest well of course of course because for that to be reversed (laughs) i would be like what are you guys doing like what kind of weird positions are you both like to watch tv steve <laughs> that is I mean I don't think I don't think your significant other has ever thought that cuz that would be disturbing in her brain probably. What's that? Now are you going to kink shame somebody? No, but in her brain she'd be like, "Oh my god, oh my gosh, like he's seen it more than that's the, it would make them probably I'd be like, "Oh, now I'm kind of self-conscious of it." I'll let you in on a little secret. I have to guard my asshole around this woman. That's funny. Yeah, I can't like, you know, uh, you've seen enough TikTok videos, I'm sure. Like, I can't like just reach to grab a dish from the dishwasher without like having to clinch because she might just <laughs> boop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> boop, or maybe a credit card. You know, something like that. <laughs> I'm like, we please stay away from my ass. That is so funny. Those were the conditions. That was one of my vows, actually. You guys are adorable. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. But uh, hey, you uh, know, real quick, if I may, sir, it's been a, a while. I want to see if I still have the. the oh, I can't wait. Mind. Let's see. Let's Thanks, see. Thanks, man. Hey, what's going on? We've been gone for a month. Let's see if I can get this shit out right now, okay? Not a literal shit, because we were talking about assholes, but here we go. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. That is heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. Please don't send us asshole pictures. Well, you can, but just 
you know, tag it so I know whose it is. Anyway, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Heroes of Noise. Uh, myself, Dan, at Dan Q Public. Steve at SE underscore Hudson Music. And you can just save all that time and go to www.heroesofnoise.com. And there you can subscribe to the show, listen to our prior shows, listen to our friend shows, buy some merchandise, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's for. It's, it's a marketing thing that we're doing. We want to get our name out there. So help us out, right? And the way that we do want to get our names out there is by taking a month off. Because that's how you do it, right, Steve? Anyway... Yes. Subscribe to the show, all right? Let's give it back to Mr. Steve Hudson. You know, Dan, I have something to tell you about my last week or so. So, you know I'm a Beatles fan. I do. I know you're a Beatles fan. (laughs) And you knew when you heard that Paul Yard McCartney was coming into the California's area that I was going to go see him. Oh, yeah. I had an inkling of a feeling that you were going to do that. So, I decide to buy tickets for Belle and I, and we go and... Traverse the state to go see Paul McCartney. Uh, I get a hotel in Venice. Uh, uh, stop for one quick second. Yeah. Because I was going to ask you this and I don't want to forget. Is Venice, because you saw the show in Inglewood, correct? Yes. How far is Inglewood from Venice? But, but as the crow flies, eight miles. Oh, okay. But so like two hours? Bingo. <laughs> Something like that. It took us 45 minutes to yeah, get to, okay. to Inglewood. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off, but I was, I was meaning to ask you that question. Oh, not, not just that. Oh, this is where the fun. Oh, okay. I'm going to get to that. This is where the fun begins. And so we, um, we uh, get to Venice and obviously I have to see the real world Venice house. So uh, I go see the real world Venice house. Now, did you know, I mean, you obviously you watched the show, but is there like a, uh, hey, come see the house or you just knew you no. just, that was in the back of your head and you wanted that to. That was in the back of my head. And it was, I, I looked, I was like, let's see how far it is from the hotel. And it was like 230 feet. So I was like, oh, well, shoot, I'll just go walk over there real quick. I've done the San Francisco house. I totally understand. Please continue. It's definitely not what I expected to see. It's a total, like if you walked past it, you would not even look at it because it looks identical to both sides, except that it's a white house. So I went, I was like, oh, well, and Belle was like, you want to take a picture in front of it? I said, no one's going to know what the crap this is. Um, but she did, I think. And so we went to Venice. Venice is dirty. I did not know. I was not oh, aware of how dirty nasty, the place. Bro. But we're not supposed to live on the beach. You know, mildew. And all, you're not supposed to. Tsunamis. Yes. You know. And and so uh, we went to breakfast and all that stuff. So we went uh, we're like, okay, we really need to get to Paul McCartney. It starts at seven thirty. We should probably leave at five. And you know, Belle's getting ready, and she's doing her hair. She's, you know, she bought a few outfits to choose from of what she was gonna, you know, wear. And so she gets this outfit on. We get out. We get out at a decent time at five thirty because we. I mean. Of course, we're going to be there by 7.30 if you leave at 5.30 at L.A., yeah. right? Now, real quick, though, your girl loves to dress. I do know this about her. She loves to dress. To dress and yes. she's always very stylish every time I've seen her. Even Absolutely. just in like a, a normal 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, hey, what's up? Kind of thing. Oh, you know no. I mean? You never she's catch going, her slipping. Oh, so how long does the process take for her to get ready? The quickest is going to be 35 minutes. Oh, that ain't minutes. bad. No, but if you're, we're going somewhere somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To somewhere. She starts getting, oh, dude, she, she starts getting ready an hour and some change, two hours beforehand. Mm, okay. And so we we get on, we get, and it's, this isn't either one of our fault. We get on, we get on the freeway immediately. There's been an accident. No, there hasn't. It's just back to back to back to back traffic. Ugh. So we get to Inglewood, the parking structure at 630. We get into the parking structure and they're like, hey, 
a tram will be taking you to SoFi. I said, cool. They said, just wait in that line, brother man. The line is ridiculously long. So far. And only so many people can get on the tram each time it goes. Hey, man, was this an outdoor show? No, indoor. So, SoFi is an indoor stadium. Is it formerly the uh, Forum? No, the Forum's still there. Oh, okay. okay. But For it's some a little bit down the, the way. Forum, but I, I'm sorry. I, I, sorry no, 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 it's no big. It's a beautiful stadium. Um, so we get, the, we get to SoFi at 7.30 on the dock. On the dot. So we're like, okay, he's going to be, we got to get in because he's going to be getting on stage. We go up to the line and the girl's like, sorry, your purse is not going to make it in. So you're going to have to go to those little check-in places and check in your bag for $10. And so she looks at me. I'm so sorry, babe. I'm like, don't worry about it. Handle your business. So she goes and gets a safe. You know, Bell, I'm I'm picking up a habit here, Bell, if you're listening. (laughs) Uh, if you recall Hamilton, there's a lot of running going on before a show. I'm just oh, saying. Dude, we are jamming. So she gets her bag checked in for $20. Mm. Wow. And then we go to we go back and wait in line. So we're waiting. And mind you, the tram tickets were another $20. Dude, they it's were such a fucking dude, such a ripoff. Oh my god. You're lucky you don't like, drink dude, alcohol. It oh dude. The alcohol was crazy over there. And so uh, we get into the stadium. He hasn't hit the he hasn't hit the stage. A buddy of mine is also in the stadium. He's like, "Can you believe it?" I'm like, "No, I can't." And um, so we go and look at shirts, and each shirt was forty seven dollars. I'm not. Of course, we bought we bought two. And uh, so she we, and we this isn't even we sit down and and she's like, "We're in the middle of an aisle." You've already spent every, like three hundred dollars, dude, dude. And here's the problem. We're in the we haven't spent the the shirt money because we're in such a hurry. So we realize that the aisle we chose is an aisle where it's so close to the edge that everyone has to stand up if we choose to leave. Uh. So <laughs> I know, dude. And we're in the middle of the aisle. Uh. So we're in we're in seat like 30, and it goes from one to and then it goes to like 60. And so everyone gets up and we sit down and she looks at me. She's like, I have to use the restroom. (laughs) I said, well, "Well, at least I said, at least wait till he gets on stage. So he comes out and it's a beautiful intro. It's like a one hour intro. And so um, he comes out, he waves at everybody. He starts in immediately busts into can't buy me love. We're going crazy. And she's like, I can't leave now. Because what if the next song is really good? I'm like, I know. You Yo, wait till Paul he's McCartney. doing it's exactly be- <laughs> all of them. But he said, we're going to do some new songs. And you might not know these songs. Oh, so I said, wait a, till that's a nice little break right there. Perfect. So so we wait till a new song. I said, hey, now's the time to go. She's like, okay. Everyone stands up so she can leave. And I said, while you're out there, take my card so you can get some shirts. Dude, she gets to the bathroom. That song ends and he goes into someone's knocking at my door and she's texting me being like, crap, no, crap. So he's doing it. And then he goes into getting better all the time. No, I'm like, I know. (laughs) Just hurry up and get back as soon as you can. Get back and get back. Dude. And so and so she finally makes it back after like 30 minutes, dude. And she misses a few songs that she really loves. And she sits down. And then from then on. It's a fantastic show. It's really fun. Um, you know, he ends it with, which is, dude, it's so good. At the end, he does Get Back. And um, Peter Jackson does the visuals for it so that get it's oh, just a, in the background, it's just all these visuals of them practicing it on that Disney documentary. And so he's singing and we're going crazy. 
And then he does something, uh, you know, George Harrison song. And dude, oh, I didn't it know was, he did other like George Harrison. Okay, cool. Go on. He did. He did something. And the whole time, it's just these pictures of George and him and George hugging. And at a certain point, he's singing and he just turns around and looks at the screen. And it's heartbreaking, dude. Did you cry? Because you could. T- uh, I got teary because you could tell that he was kind of. He like missed his buddy. And so he just was like, at the end, he's like, man, give a warm hand. And he looked behind him. He's like, George, give a warm hand to George. He's like, wow. And I was like, oh, he's at the, he's not 79, you know? And he's like, what a time I had. Yeah. Like, this was a, he, like, what a time. And ever so often, you would just see him look behind him. And I was like, oh, this isn't part of the show. He just wants to see, like, you know, when he did the, when he did the, 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 they had it so that Peter Jackson synced a song so that him and John Lennon were singing together and John would do one verse and he'd do another verse. And he kept on looking behind him. I was like, I wonder how it is to have outlived so many of your friends. You know, I mean, Ringo's still around, but I know that ever so often he's like, what a life I've had, man. This is crazy. Yeah. You know? And so, and then he ends it and we, you know, act a fool because we want him to come back out. He comes back out with a Ukrainian flag waving. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh. And so he does the full-on medley from the end of Abbey Road to finish it off. Wow. So he starts with, he came in through the bathroom. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he does. And then he goes into uh, Golden Slumbers. And then at the end, he does, you know, and in the end. And that's the end of the show. Wow. And we're like, dude. All of us are looking at each other like, Dude. Holy crap. But Live and Left Die was freaking uh, an ast- I, I was worried about it because there were so many fireworks happening. Indoors. And indoors. Yes. And it's just flying. And we're like, oh my God. And then at the end, he said, I'm not going to do that too many more times. That mug is loud because it's just like, he's like, Jesus Christ, dude. He's like, that mug is loud, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, yeah, that was. SoFi's sound is terrible. SoFi sound is just Were you getting awful. a lot of echo? Because I noticed you were in the back. Yes, and it's muffled. Whereas if you go at Dodger Stadium, you hear it crisp, clean, and also the Dodger Stadium one that he did last year or the year before last year. No, no, this year. He, uh, the Dodger Stadium event, he brought Ringo out. Hmm. And him and Ringo did. And so it was just a nice, it was a wonderful time. And Bell had a fantastic time. We went to Mexican food later on. And uh, on the way back, I was like, you know, oddly enough, it was one of those times where I I thought to myself, okay, Paul McCartney's 79 years old. So when he did like my brave face, when he did uh, say, 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 he was like 42. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I thought, what do you, that made me think like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life, dude? Like what? We have a thing going on to do. Yes. That I was just sitting in the car driving and I was like, I mean, again, it's like, do, would you, would you, I, I know people that, you know, are doing what they love to do may not make, you know, what, whatever makes, but dude, they're just happy. They're pleased with life. And it just, it reinvigorated the, um, make sure you're doing what you love or as close as you can to what you love or make time for what you love. Don't let jobs take away everything from you. you know, it's it's a <laughs> weird uh, dichotomy because it's like 
you know, if you have family, and I think you you understand what I'm saying. Oh, yes. Here, you want to provide for them. You want to leave them a legacy, right? I mean, we're, I know we're getting into mortality. Yes, health shit. insurance, for goodness yeah. sake. But I'm just saying, you know, like you, you want, that's the, I think in general, that's the intent for a lot of people that have family. Like, you know, uh, when this is all over, I would love to leave them something, whatever. You know what I mean? But there's also that, that fine line, dude, of just like, and I know it's, I'm not breaking new ground here, but it's like, you can't take it with you. You really you can't freaking, you know, can't. and, and so even if you're leaving something for someone, which is, you know, very generous of you, you know, I think that, uh, I'm just finding that the older I get, I just want to really start living for myself. I've given a lot of my life away cause that's what I've, I've taken on that duty to do. But as I'm getting up there, bro, I, I, it's time to start living for Dan. Oh, dude. And I, I remember talking uh, to crew. I hate we were having, person stuff. I'm sorry. We, we were having a good a conversation about Thailand and he was saying, he's like, you guys don't know what poor is really. You have an idea what poor is. He's like, but in America, you don't necessarily see what poor is. He said, you go to Thailand, you're going to see what poor means. And he said, oh, you know what the weird thing is? He said, a lot of them are happy. In their families, they don't have, they, they have to do what they have to do to eat for that day, but they're okay because they're surrounded by people who are in the same situation as they are. They're okay. He said the, the, the hard part is if you're, you know, a lot of places in Thailand, you're in vis- you can see that massive skyscraper with b- millionaires in it, you know? Yeah. That's what makes you realize where you are in life. And you're like, geez. He said, but you know, when I was out there, you know, I, I walked barefoot on the dirt, you know, I, you know, when I was training, he had to do it. (laughs) And he's like, when I was, he said, when I trained for Muay Thai, when I was a kid, I would run the 5k in no shoes because I couldn't have shoes. He said, now I try to, I can't even walk on cement. My shoes will be like, Ooh, my feet get all, he's (laughs) like, you get accustomed to what you're accustomed to. And I said, but when do you take a vacation? You're here every day. And he's like, Steve. This is my vacation. I'm in a Muay Thai gym, what I love to do. He said, that's the goal, man. Make sure what you love to do is your, va- like your, your life is your vacation. This is my vacation. And I'm like, geez, man. He's like, now, mind you, I had to go through, you know, I fought from the time I was eight till, you know, five years ago to get this. I had to fight and fight and fight and fight. You guys aren't going to have to do that. He said, but it's worth it. Cause look at me now. I'm, I'm living my dream. And I was like, man, I need to do. We fought for 40 years, Dan. We have fought for 40 something years now. And it's going to be like at 90, are we going to be like, I pretty much was on the treadmill till then. And there was no, and I, I fought and here I am. Be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I guess you fought and died. Congrats, man. I, you know, like, I used no. to, I used to really like, if I'm being honest, I used to be very uh, envious you know what I mean? And you'd see these people that are putting out these false narratives on their Facebook pages about the stuff that they do with their family and everything like that and material possessions and where we are and all of that. And, and I try not to fixate on that shit anymore because that's their own trip. That's not mine. Why should exactly. I even be concerned with something like that? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I need exactly. to be worrying about what's happening right here, right now. And that's where yeah. I have been for like the last month or so, man. It's, it's been a, a beautiful thing. It's been yeah. a year of growth for sure. Yeah. So, you know, maybe the show took a weird little turn and, and we're. No, little- I'm sure a lot of people, everyone I'm talking to, Dan, this is, I, I'm going to call it now. I think the world and entertainment is about to take a, a switch. As far as what people are taking their time listening to mark my words. 
I think some of the biggest, well, we see it now. Some of the biggest, uh, like podcasts, whatever, are going to be people not necessarily talking the whole time about movies, but just having a, someone on just to talk about bullcrap. Yeah, life, and I like that. That's it's going to turn. And I mean, we already well, somebody used to do that until he lost his freaking mind, and it was even a turn then, where it's just like, yeah, and you know, Kevin Smith used to do a lot of that. And I think we saw it. And now as the as the people that used to listen to iPod or uh, podcasts get older, that's what they're going to be listening to. Where it's like, okay, I need to <laughs> not saying, not saying, mind you, do, talking about Dr. Strange is freaking amazing. I hear you, bro. I know you're not knocking it. No, 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 no. It's freaking amazing. But I think there's going to come a time where people are going to be like, I love the review of Dr. Strange, but it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I feel you. No, I think you're yeah, right, no. actually, because it's yeah, nice I, and it's it's a nice getaway and there's nothing wrong with doing all those things. No, it's, it's all in good fun. But yeah, I think it depends. It's a I think it's an age demographic. You know, I listen to a pod. I listen to another pod where it's very um, he's trying to he's trying to not talk so much about psychedelics, but he's like, I can't help it because it's my life. It's what I I do it a lot. But I listen to his podcast. About psychedelics. A freaking like weekly I listen to it and it's because you know it's deeper he has something and that's why when you tell me uh certain experiences I'm like yeah it makes total you don't have to explain it to me because I hear it on a weekly basis or it's just like yeah it what's the podcast um, you listen to it's called here we are all right then all right and what it is is he talks to instead of uh you know talking to a buddy of his if he wants to learn about spiders, he brings a he brings a uh, our special guest a spider today. Yeah, it's an entomologist. He's like, tell me about this. Or if you're like, I want to learn about human interaction, he he brings on a professor of human interaction. He's like, I don't want to just talk about. And he always talks about Joe Rogan how terrible he is. He's like, he's dangerous people because he just makes stuff up. But this guy brings on people who actually know. And one time he brought someone up that knew about a lot. He's like, even though I always take psychedelics, there's actually a science behind it. He's like, and maybe we should learn the science of what I'm talking about. And it was so freaking interesting, dude. What your brain does when these things are happening. And one story he said, and then we'll get move on. He said he was on a trip and uh, he kept on seeing this woman in red, right? I think I said this before. And, he, and the, his friend was on a trip. And after the trip was done, his friend said, hey, the woman in red was asking about you. Was it Kelly LeBrock? I don't know who that is. Never mind. The movie called Woman in Red. Please continue. <laughs> no, he's like, the woman in red was talking about you. And uh, um, Shane, that's the name of the host. He's like, I don't know what's going on. And maybe it's just a coincidence. But that is weird. A connective experience that they shared. Where it's like, that dude had a different trip. I had a different trip, but somehow we saw the same person. It's crazy. What exactly does that represent, you know? Who knows? Exactly. And it just goes into this deeper. And I found myself, instead of, I I was like, oh, crap. How long have I been standing still? I didn't even know I was standing still at work. Because I had to pay attention to what they were saying. And I was like, oh, crap. I need to keep working. But I just stopped in my tracks to find out where they like, where does this conversation go? And I was like, well, that's the kind of thing I want to listen to. That makes me stop in my tracks. Well, there you go, buddy. All right. I'm happy, man. We are on a journey. We're on a, some would call it a trek. We're on a trek. A Star man. Trek. 
We're going to strange new worlds, man. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but let me. Let I, me uh, I was thinking Mike Myers, but I was like, oh, I'm not going to talk about that. Hey, man. Come we'll on, get, man. I have some Mike Myers conversation coming up. I know. Show, I, I saw that. Um, <laughs> I don't think you made the Godfather trilogy font. No, I did that on enough. purpose. That's for me, Steve. Okay. Right? <laughs> don't, you worry about, don't you worry about how I do my I, notes. I, I blew it up on the other screen. I was like, what the hell is that? No, I, 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 you know, you're killing the magic here, buddy. You're, you're pulling the veil. The curtain is being pulled back right now, Steve. And they're, they're hearing things they don't need to hear. Oh, right sorry. Now. I hear it in a small voice. You know? Yeah. With, with an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> You just never you fucking mind, Steve. Hey, we got some listener mail. We actually uh, reached so out to you guys. We're like, hey, we've been gone for a while. You want to know what's going on with us? Uh, hit us hit us up. And I love when you guys do this, by the way. Thank you so much because uh, we have gotten away from listener mails and iTunes reviews and stuff. And maybe it's because we've sort of been on and off, but it is always nice when we get them. So I would like to uh, start off with a voicemail. Would that be okay, Mr. Hudson? Of course. This one is coming from a young man. Uh, you might know him. It goes by the name of Johnny Bucks. He hosts a wonderful show with his good friend Rob called Ooh, Electric Shock. And I think you should listen to it. So download that. But this is coming from Johnny Bucks. And here we go. Hello, chaps. Johnny Bucks here. A um, couple of things. I drove past a sign for a little village called Each End uh, the other day, which made me laugh. Uh, pause there. Basically, if, you, if that doesn't make any sense to you, maybe you're new. Uh, we like to talk about... Uh, there's a game that Steve plays every once in a while. What do we call it? City or Silly, I believe. I think that's what you named it, yes. Uh, yeah, that's what I named I don't like it. You know why? Because a lot of those are townships and not cities. But anyway, that was the working title. That's what he's getting at. Let's continue. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Have you seen the She-Hulk Attorney at Law trailer yet? And the Boys Season 3 trailer? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to pause there. Steve, have you seen these? Have you watched any? Tra- I know you're not a trailer guy. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's been ruined for me. Which one? The She-Hulk one. How has it been ruined for you? Twitter like ruins. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Well, I mean, time. he's asking, so I thought we would we would address. Oh no, I haven't seen the trailer. No, uh, I will say that I have seen the trailer, and I think that it looks highly entertaining. But the thing is, uh, like most people are saying, again, not really breaking new ground. I'm a little concerned about the CGI. uh, Okay, let me ask you about that. That's why I said it's ruined it. Uh I thought people were um, possibly manipulating this. I was like, it couldn't look that bad. No, it looks rough, man. And I know know, because I have Disney screeners and every once in a while you'll get a screener. And uh, not the good, not the good ones, though. They don't give me the movies, those sons of the bitches. But anyway, uh, you'll you'll see something sometimes where it's like, you know, this is still a work in progress. And the, the yeah, final exactly. version. And I'm truly hoping not to be like the poo pooer of uh, the MCU, but I am definitely not going to just suck the teat and say everything is awesome with the MCU. But uh, it looks super entertaining. What's her name? Tatiana Maslany. Yes, I like her. Orphan Black. I really I didn't watch that entire series, but I, I do enjoy her performance. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this. But. Personally, I think I'm going to have a little trouble getting past the CGI if they don't fix it. It's going to. Well, did you hear the story behind how they made her? Mm. One of the um, one of the uh, effects people came out and said what happened. No. Well, they were like, "Why is she look so small on one of the one of the steals?" And they're like, "I'll come in here and I'll answer that." They said we kept on trying to make her buff. The powers that be wanted. They're like, "Oh, she's too big. She's too big. Make her smaller." They kept on wanting to make her a smaller Hulk. And so 
I was like, oh, that's gross. Why do I feel like a white guy did that? Is that bad to say? Dude, I would not be. <laughs> gee, no. Qu- Here's the funny sorry, part. Sorry. They put sorry, a, they put a picture of her next to the Hulk. They're like, so he's not too big. No, on the MCU, but she, yeah. So they made her skinnier. Can you please put more cock outline in his pants, dude? How terrible! It's just gross. And so I like that that effects person came out and said, "Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not going to put this on us, dude. We wanted to make her yoked out." They said, "No, she needs to be smaller." Hmm. Sucks, dude. You know, I'm going to try to watch it with just the freshest eyes I can watch it. That's what I'm going to try to do. You know, um grain of salt with everything and honestly like i said i I really haven't been disappointed in many of the mcu series so far some of them aren't my favorite but like i'll watch it for sure weekly you know without fail that's my only and i won't even call it a gripe i'll just say it's a concern right now is it does look it looks like an older version of cgi yeah dudes yeah so and they have the budget yeah for sure it's fucking disney of course they do so we'll see how it goes, man. I I uh, I think it's going to go well. I got a feeling that we're looking at this is going to be like kind of like a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog situation. Maybe where yeah. people saw that human mouth and weird teeth and shit. And they're like, no, no, no. And then everyone fan, you know, the fanboys went nuts. And the next thing you know, we had a good Sonic. Good movie, by the way. Have you ever seen Sonic the Hedgehog? I saw I saw part of it with uh, Carter. I was watching it and he left and I kept on watching it and I had to leave. But I was like, that was funny. than watching. <laughs> pretty entertaining, dude. Pretty entertaining. Jim Carrey's. Uh, uh, sorry, let's beast. continue with this. Yeah, email, go ahead. Or voicemail. I. Oh yeah, sorry. Before we do, did you watch the boys trailer? No, I actually I'm not going to. Okay, I, I will, purposely avoided that. I'm going to stick with you on that too because uh, more than likely I will be getting a screener of it, and I so it's going to be early anyway. I'm trying to stay back from this one. I love the boys so much that I'm trying to stay back and I want this one to be like a fresh experience. So yes, I've seen the trailer for it. Um, I haven't seen the most recent one though. There was one that like a kind of a teaser one that came out a couple of weeks ago. I have not watched the most recent one and I'm doing it intentionally. This is one of the things I'm going into for the most part blind. Okay. For everything everywhere all at once. I'd be very interested to hear what you two thought of that. Now, John, I will say that I believe it was our last Patreon episode, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the last Patreon episode, but we just, I can't say recently because we haven't recorded in a month, but if you call that recently, the last few episodes, and I believe it was Patreon, we did do a full review of that. So check it out, John. Uh, I watched the Pentavera out of range uh, peak with Nicolas Cage. I don't know if you've seen that, but anyway, whatever you've been watching, I'll be fascinated to hear and just be nice to hear you guys' voices again. So, uh, welcome back. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. I don't imagine he's talking about watching my own asshole like I was talking about earlier, right? Because that's that's been happening. Yeah, apparently, dude. I just want to take a look back there and make sure everything's good. Is all I'm saying. Do you really check it out every day? <laughs> no, I don't check it out every day. I really don't. Okay, Dan. Hey, I'm not going to act like I never looked at it though. I think it's weird that you don't. Okay. Hey, you need to know what's going on. I mean, like if you had like a, a weird uh, uh, itch back there or maybe something just didn't feel right. You going to bell or are you going to look at your own asshole in the mirror? Oh, uh, it's just true. I am going to look at my own. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's maintenance. It's not like, hey, look at that beauty. Now, I will say I did. We I think we reviewed pig before. We did. Um, you hate and it. You know where I stay. Yeah, I can't. And I it. thought it was uh, overrated. And then the Pentaveret, uh, Dan actually could talk about that because um, he watched it. Listen, Johnny, I'm going to wax about the Pentaveret momentarily. Yes. 
I love you, Johnny Bucks. Johnny Bucks, thanks for Can't wait in. to get out there to visit you, man. Yeah. Can't wait to talk. This is going to be after the fact, but Johnny's going to join us on a Patreon episode. We'll be talking to you. Yeah. An MCU stuntman, and I'm leaving it at that. All right. Next up, we do have a, uh, an email from our longtime listener, Shannon Wise, who uh, wrote in to talk to the to the guys, Steve. So here's this is what we got. Dan and Steve. Hello. I hope you are both doing well. I wanted to talk to you about Maverick. Oh, this should be fun. Am I the only one who thinks the ads tying in with Applebee's is a hint at how bad the movie will be? Let me stop you right there, Shannon. Yes. I do believe you might be the only, maybe not the only one, but you're talking to two people that are, let me, let me not speak for you, Steve. You're pretty excited for Maverick, right? Very, 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 very excited. You, you know. Me too. I will say that I think that this movie is blown up to the point, and this is probably the stuff, this is where people get pissed at me. I think this is going to, no matter what this movie turns out to be, there is just going to be that side where it is the most fucking excellent movie. We're going to put it up there with the Godfather. We're going to put it up there with, you know, fucking Endgame. Lawrence of Arabia, whatever. It's going to be that. And I think that might have to do with the COVID delay. Mm -hmm. People have been chomping at the bit to see this movie. So I think it's going to be seen with shiny new toy eyes and whether it lasts the tests of time, like the original Top Gun still has, you know, still has to be determined. That's my opinion, but I am very much looking forward to seeing this movie. And uh, yeah, I, I honestly, Shannon, if I'm being real, I think this might be coming from just Tom Cruise hate. And uh, so, yeah, I would have to say you're probably in the minority there. What do you think, Steve? I would imagine so. You know what I'm saying? So, Shannon, calm down a little bit. All right. I want to know, Dan, if you plan to see Wu-Tang Clan this summer in Sacramento. Hmm. Uh, now that you've mentioned it, I'm going to have to look into that because I had no idea they were even playing in Sacramento, but I'm there all the time. So there's a really good chance. I will let you know. Is it worth it to go? Yes, it is worth it to go. She says, I value your opinion on that. I can tell you that I saw Wu-Tang almost three years ago now, and it was sick. It was so much fun. Even if you're just like a, a halfway Wu-Tang fan, such fun shows. So yes, Shannon, check it out. Uh, what else? Says, uh, finally, have you guys watched The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix? I have not. Steve, have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. The sh apparently the show, not the movie? Yes. Okay. And if so, what'd you, what'd you think, Steve? She's asking. I really liked it. Okay. Uh, well, is, it more, is there more to nope, it? That's it. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. I, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, you know, it's one of those shows, we all had this show where we started and you're like, I don't know how much more I'm going to watch of this. And the next thing you know, you're on the last episode. It's a fun show. You're digging it's, it. It really started. No, it's over. It was good. Okay. I honestly, I've heard of it, but I couldn't even tell you what it's about at all. It was good. I will say, Shannon, I'm, if I'm talking to you just uh, personally on this particular episode that I am looking forward because I know she reads a book series called The Gray Man, Steve. She was nice enough uh -huh. to contribute a review on our website. If you uh, are thinking of, hey, I want to read The Gray Man, go to www.heroesofnoise.com, click on the reviews, and you will see a review from Shannon there. I thought I would plug that. I'm looking forward to that. Have you seen the previews for that? The Gray Man, no. Chris Evans. I haven't even heard of it. It looks good, dude. I'll just, I'll leave it at that, but it looks good. And so Shannon, yes, I'm looking forward to the gray man though. I thought I would pass that on. And that's it as far as the voicemails go. So two ain't bad. It's better than nothing, right? One out of three ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Two, or is it two out of three out bad? I don't know. It's all good. We just, we just, we're very inclusive here at Heroes of Noise. Yes. So yeah, I've got, a, as you can see, Steve, I've got a bunch of stuff here. I don't necessarily need to talk about everything. I know that we've been running long with the inclusion of the Patreon recording. So let me ask you first, man, what? We'll just do a couple of reviews and then we'll uh, skedaddle. But what have you been watching, man? What's been floating your boat, tickling your pickle? I mean, the big thing, the, the big thing was Doctor Strange. You want to talk some Doctor Strange? 
Why Let's not? talk. Well, I got to since we've everyone's already talked the hell out of it. True. We'll just get a skimming. I, I mean, I talked about it for four hours. If you're interested Lord in my mercy. thoughts uh, about that. And it's a very good episode. Check out the uh, second to last episode of Pop Culture Leftovers. We go extensively into that with theories and, you know, our opinions on um, Illuminati and things like that. And just just it's a very good episode. So I'm not going to personally go off too much on this. But since we haven't talked about it, I am curious what you thought. I really enjoyed the movie. Obviously, you know, because it's a horror movie. Yeah, I really had fun. And I saw a lot of Sam Raimiism in it. For sure. Uh, there, certain cam a certain cameo really made me smile i thought it was fun oh i just dude you know my face was just and i was in with a good crowd man i was with like when something happened one person would like woo and clap and another the next thing happened other people were like oh we're in a clap it was almost it took one person to kind of be like hey guys Let's wake up here. I know it's 1130 at night, but we're in Doctor Strange. Let's wake up. And from then on, like it was woo and clapping. And I was like, this is so fun for an 1130 showing. And, you know, when when someone came on on screen, uh, every time someone was on screen that wasn't before mm-hmm. that we knew just claps and roars and yay. And it was so much fun. I think that the only thing that took it down was we all stayed for the uh Obviously, we stayed for the the right after credits or the before the credit, you know, closer. And that was kind of just like we were all like, what? But we all did clap for the final final. Uh, so even though it was small, we all did clap for Pizza Man doing his whatever. But that mid credit, we were all looking at each other like, <laughs> we like, what the hell is this all about? And uh, but it was fun. It was a really fun movie. Um, again, the crowd helped. But all in all, you know, is is I think I'm as compared to what other people are saying, like some of them are like, this is one of my favorite MCM movies. No, I just loved it. But I love a lot of MCM movies. I wouldn't put it. I, I don't think that this is one of the I mean, if we're talking the top four, I don't think it's in the top four. I am not sure about my current position rating on that one yeah because it's not shiny new toy anymore but i have seen it twice and there's been some time in between since i've last seen it i'm dying to get back in there again because gail hasn't seen it but we've been sick i'm not entirely sure that it might not be one of my favorites and it it's not necessarily because of the the driven story it's because it's such a breath of fresh air in comparison to a lot of these movies that i think that it's going to stand out on its own but for that same matter i can see how a lot of people it's like divisive i can see how people don't like that people that aren't into horror or they're more into the the um the sheen and the the happy times of the mcu you know what i'm saying not not that everything's happy about the mcu but i'm saying there's a certain uh formula that you go with at least for the you know the last 10 years and this is just such a far step away from that and i'm also curious did you finish wandavision i can't remember yes i did okay so do you think that people that did not watch wandavision are missing out on something by going into this and not watching it. The only thing they'd be missing out on is what she did and why she's doing it. And yeah, and it informs where she's at. Like when she does the whole, hold on, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, <laughs> when she, hey man, does calm the- that sneeze down. You're scaring people. It's a real tough sound there. Um, when she does the whole, the reveal in the beginning. Yeah. We're like that may, 
if anything, it may make people. If I didn't watch WandaVision, I would be surprised and it would be like a pleasant surprise, like, oh, snap. Whereas it wasn't surprising after watching WandaVision. I was like, well, of course, yeah, she's this person. But if you hadn't watched WandaVision and she did that, you'd be like, oh, because the last you remember, she's wonderful. Yeah, I still think she's And so I, if anything, they would have a better experience, I think, a more shocking experience. Well, because I asked that question, uh, I actually asked it on Pop Culture Leftovers, too, because or at least I brought it up or it was yeah. in the conversation. Let's just say that for clarity. Yes. But I had mentioned that in my theater, again, we're in Fresno and I'm telling you folks, the Mexicans here, they don't know how to whisper. Okay. I'm just being honest. And if you don't know, I'm Mexican. <laughs> so leave me alone. But I heard a lot of like, what's going on? Like, I don't, why is she doing like people oh, you wow. can clearly tell that people didn't watch WandaVision because they don't I, know how to fucking whisper. So, I, uh I, yeah. I, I, and I, I would say again, you don't think like you liked WandaVision. Loved WandaVision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Elizabeth Olsen. I think she puts in such a great performance. I think this is you can call this movie Doctor Strange if you want to, but to me, this was a Oh, one. dude, she killed dude. She fucking I have killed never it. seen this. I've never seen this performance. Um, I mean, and from her. I think this was the star performance. I love again, Here's the thing. This shows how amazing the MCU is because I loved this movie and it still didn't crack my top four. And I loved this movie. But again, in order for it to do that, it would have to beat Endgame, Infinity War, the first Iron Man, um, uh, Winter Soldier, some of the Spider-Man, Homecoming, No Way. It would have to climb up. a. That's tough, dude. Because they've done such a great job. I look back on No Way Home and I still think it's a fantastic movie. But if I was to, well, I guess I am comparing the two. Uh, I think I'm actually liking Doctor Strange a little bit more, man. And I totally that one would be the easy now. But would you put it? Uh, I, I'm just saying that only reason I say it is because, you know, with No Way Home, it was so much fan service. And it was great oh, for and sure, it totally dude. held me the whole time. And I came out with a cheesy smile and I've watched that movie four times, but you know, I just felt like this was something fresh and, yes. and not only did it, and by the way, we can't talk spoilers, dude, it's been weeks, you know what I mean? And people have already gone through their spoiler reviews and everything like that. If you haven't seen it yet, sorry, but we're talking maybe some spoilers, but um, I, I just think that some of the choices, you know, in retrospect, some of the choices made confuse me, particularly yeah. the, Ill the Illuminati stuff. I think that could have gone way differently. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, the thing is, man, I didn't want to bring that up because there are things that detract from this movie. For I mean, it's I loved it. Make no mistake. No, let's talk about that stuff. It's always shouldn't always be, you know, I know I, I rose colored it, it, sunglasses. Number one, I get why they did this was a fan service mm -hmm. and I get why, and mind you in my brain, John Krasinski is perfect in application. It turned out, I was like, Oh, sometimes the fans are wrong. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm gonna be real with you, dude. I was not impressed with Krasinski in this. Like it was like, it Oh, there yeah. he is. And I see, I told you, Steve, that's what I was thinking. I fucking told you he would show up. That's literally what I thought. And then, and it was cool to see him like, uh, you know, uh, that's what I'm looking for. Just appear how he did. Yes. And then 
like I mentioned this already, but what bugs me the most about his fucking performance, or at least the script, I'll say that, not so much his performance as the script. I thought his performance was a little dry, if I'm being honest with you. Well, I, you could tell he did a day of work. Yeah, and I think that he was probably, it was probably just him and a green screen. That's it. You know? And then he's like, I'm out. Right. So it, so it felt removed to me. I felt like he wasn't really there. Like what we're saying. I just felt like it was, um, oh, the, he, they just brought him in for a quick shot and maybe it was an afterthought or whatever. But the thing that really, I don't want to say pissed me off because I just honestly, it's it, nothing pisses me off when it comes to that kind of stuff. It was just, how are you going to call this dude the smartest man alive? And then he does the dumbest shit ever. And I've already brought this up once, but do you know what? I haven't talked to you about that. It's like, how are you going to be? I'm the smartest man alive talking about, Hey, our secret weapon here. He's, he's about yeah. to use it on you. So you better not yeah. do that thing that could totally kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of weird. Dude. It was, yeah. It was like when on the old sixties, Batman, there's like, Holy shit, Batman, what are we going to do? The Joker's coming. Don't worry, Robin. I've got my bat utility belt and I will now take it out from and the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you're just fucking yeah. monologuing here. You you should already be dead. You know? Yes. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why they did that. Um, I did like the addition of Black Bolt, even though I don't know shit about Black Bolt. Did you know that that character was in Inhumans? That's that short lived television series that came out. I know nothing about him. Um, I really know nothing, but I do like his apparent uh, skill that he had or his power that he had. And I will tell you that that demise, his death was, in my opinion, the most brutal death in the MCU. I think it's going to be that one. I'm thinking. And then. Uh, um, Oh God, I'm blanking on his name right now. John Walker. Was it John Walker? The, uh, the, uh, fake Captain America. On, oh yeah. Was it John Walker. That doesn't sound right to me. And I'm sorry, hey. comic people, if I'm wrong, but, uh, that scene where he did that beheading and it didn't really show it, but it showed all the blood on the shield and everything. I was like, Oh, this is some like Disney's kind of stepping it up a little bit. I don't know, dude. Captain Carter being sawed in half with her own shield. Yeah. Yeah. That was brutal. Oh, I was like, oh my God. I hadn't even gotten to that yet, too. I just, I, I don't know. Like, I loved Captain Carter. I, I thought it was cool. I wish they would have done more. I'm sure that they will. Uh, but know, everyone man. paled in comparison to Elizabeth Olsen in this movie. I honestly, of I think she should get some, some if they're going to put some type of uh, Oscar out that the MCU can play along with. I think she should be in the conversation, dude. She's, she did a really, really good job. She's phenomenal. And knowing you, um, another thing that I talked about on the show was, you know, with the addition of America Chavez, who to me was okay. Uh, I had mentioned that I would have rather seen, uh, what's her name? Isabella Merced. You know who that is? Isabella Merced. I do not. I have no idea. Have you ever seen Instant Family with? Uh, no. Anyway, look her up. She's fantastic. She's this great actress. And she was originally going to be america chavez but i don't know if it had to do because like they had like a concept art and originally it was going oh. to be captain uh, excuse me not captain dr strange was going to come out before no way home so it was a different i don't know if it had to do with like a contract or just filming whatever but they ended up using schedule this, conflict yeah, yeah thank you that's exactly what i was trying to say i think that we ended up getting this other girl who um she's fine you know i what's her name sochi uh is it Sochi Chabat? No, Sochi. I can't think of her name right now. I'm sorry, but she did just fine. But um, I, I mentioned her specifically because who knows what they're going to do with this character 10 years down the road. Think about when we were first introduced to Wanda, right? Yeah. And she did nothing like th well, that, there was nothing. There was no good script there. She had the Russian she accent. She had an accent. She yeah. didn't have the accent. She just was sort of there for to do the weird shit with her hands. Like, you know what I mean? They didn't give her a lot, but. Recently, uh, WandaVision specifically, they end up giving her this Chris Hemsworth upgrade. 
And that's where we're at with her right now. And they, they actually have utilized her talent and they realize what she's worth. She's fucking fantastic, dude. And you know what? I'm just going to say it. I think she is gorgeous in this movie. I don't know if you share my opinion, but God damn it. I think she's gorgeous as a Scarlet Witch. Hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for the, <laughs> but no, I think it's, I, I'm actually just, um, I just think that, uh, it's, if from what you're saying, saying, you know, I, you know, you remember where Wanda was and since you don't have the Avengers anymore. Yeah. Even doing something close to what you did. If they accomplish this, it's over. They they might be the best. They might be the best filmmakers in history, a filmmaking company, because you did have the Avengers around you to make you a better per. Uh, so that we kind of forgot about the Russian accent because you had these beasts around you. But this America's not going to have that. There are no Avengers. Well, but we she's don't know just going to have to develop her character dolo. But we don't know what's to come. You know what I'm saying? I know, but even even if something else brand new is coming, even the name recognition, the Avengers, even people that didn't read the comics knew what the Avengers were. These new whatever they make new, they're going to have to introduce people that we're not some people aren't familiar with. I know I won't be familiar. I didn't know Black Bolt. You didn't know Guardians of the Galaxy either though. No, true, and but mind you, I'm I'm not a big Galaxy Guardians but of the Galaxy. My, my fan. point is, is that we've been introduced to a lot of characters that have just very well placed themselves, and the, you know they fit very well in the. No, uh, but again, they could also interact with the Avengers. Well, there's a few left. I have a feeling we're there were see some old there faces. were like oh man, dude. There is. I don't think people understand how much of a of a glue the Avengers were in the world in the world of the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, and so I that now that that's not there, who is that? Is Doctor Strange that central character now, or will it be Tom Holland? Have we have we? Or is it Tom Holland? But he's already talking about how how long can he do this? Yeah, money talks. They weren't talking about yeah, but they weren't talking. Chris Evans wasn't doing that back then. He was just pumped to be in the like. I'm, I'm glad to be in the house. According to Benedict Cumberbatch, he's like, yeah, keep me going for the next ten years. I'll do as many times as you want me to. He doesn't mind it at all. Tom Holland, I think he sees, especially after he wants to dance. Doing, Steve, he wants to dance. Yeah, I think he wants to do other stuff, and I don't think he wants to be. In this for the next decade. Hey, well, we were just talking about that, right? There comes to a certain point in your life where it's like, yeah, I've been doing this and it's great and I'm successful, but is this really what I want to do? Is this exactly that makes like sense? Because the longer he does this, the harder it is for someone to see him as something other than Peter Parker. I mean, maybe he just wants to like plow Zendaya all day long. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea, you know? I think Zendaya plows him. <laughs> you think she <laughs> dude, she ain't no joke. Does man. Zendaya peg Tom Holland? I have the slightest. I think here, here's another thing. Here's another. Here comes thing. the Green Goblin. Here's here's another thing. I I have a feeling that they're not trying to recreate what they did before. No, they understand that what happened was a once in a lifetime thing that they built. I mean, John Favreau just knocked it out of the park. Now, what they're trying to create now is something totally different, and I love the fact that. Cumberbatch, people like Cumberbatch are like, I'm in for the the long haul. I, I whatever you guys build, I'm in. And he's like, have you seen I, my other work? What the fuck am I gonna be doing? But dude, it, but I will say this, man. 
if they had to say, hey, Steve, do you want to see more um, Dr. Stranges? Or would you like him to ma- or would you like to see them closer in time? Or would you wait a few years and have him revisit Sherlock? Sherlock, I choose Sherlock in a second. Yeah, he's great in Sherlock. He was way more interesting to me. Like, uh, he was interesting. You know what I want? I want more How? Wong. Wong was, Wong was fantastic. Wong is the dopest, dude. And he he deserves his own show. I want to see a, a Disney Plus Wong series. Yes. And I think we'll get actually, it. I really do. I think after this movie with, you know, I mean, if we, we count him even in like uh, Shang-Chi, Wong is making a lot of cameos these days. And I think oh yeah, he's he's the man. I, I'm I'm and I'm very eager to see what um what happens with Shang Chi in this universe. Yeah, like our with Shang Chi, um, Doctor Strange, Tom Wayne. Holland. It's it's there's three people that are kind of being able to and Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy. All of them are still in the mix. We got Moon Knight uh, now, dude. I did not. Anyway, <laughs> you know. Uh, I appreciated. I didn't the, hate it. I appreciated the performances, but now that it's all done, it, it was lackluster for me. Dude. Because you know you want to see Moon Knight, right? I, I well, so for, I, that was not my complaint. I thought like at the end when they doubled up, that was enough for me. I was like, I love this. This is really good. But then at the end, when it's just like, you know what's so bad? Uh, when it ended, it started over again on Netflix for some reason, and so it was him getting out of bed. And bro, and I was like, "Oh, cool! It didn't end so weird." I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute! This is the first episode, so it did end weird." And it hasn't even been renewed yet. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know why they ended it so like. Anyway, there was that. Yeah. I'm like, we like, may get maybe to Jake Lockley. We might, maybe we won't. But it was, it was, it was. But anyway, back to Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah. I, I will give this a rating, please. I will give Doctor Strange four. Out of five, ear whispers. I like that part. She got the dumbest stonery looking dude she could and be like, run. <laughs> yeah, Dan just wanted to be homeboy. I would. I would love the, the, the breath. I on bet you would. Absolutely. I bet you would. You... I see, she's, a, she's a wonderful woman. Oh, and also the amazing zombie chase, which is essentially, essentially what it was, through the sewers. The yes. tunnels. And that oh, she was a with zombie. all the, the uh, sentinel hydraulic oh, fluid dude. all over her and shit. Because they can't do blood. Yes, I know. Was... Sam Raimi was like, you're going to give me one shot yeah. for sure. Yeah, there's a lot. So much we could talk about in this one. But I mean, yeah, this, but it, it, you know, four out of five, four out of five. I'm going to go four and a half out of five Dark Souls. I forget what they called them, but that was so I fun. loved it. It was very Sam Raimi. Uh, it had so the, the high-pitched voices. It was just like Sam Raimi was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this, and I don't really care what you think. And it came out awesome. So, yeah, I, a, a fantastic watch, man. I can't wait to get back to the theater and check it out one more time. It's going to come out, I think, on uh, – I think it's June 22nd or June 24th. It will be available for streaming on Disney+. Plus. Dude, things are coming. Like, the Northman's already out on rent. Yeah. That is crazy. It's so fast yeah. now. I got that one, by the way. We should watch that. Oh, did you on on your um, voodoo? Yeah. Where did I get that one? Yeah. Let's just say that, Steve. <laughs> oh, you know what? We oh, do we we still have another thing to talk about? I know. I just realized that. Do you want to? I save just that thought for, about uh, when you said voodoo. <laughs> do you want? Do you want like, to do that one and let's then call do it, for it a next day? time? Yeah, I got stuff that, that I've been wanting to talk about. Let me just do a couple of quick ones. I won't do long reviews, and All right, cool. maybe we will or we won't. But let's let's I, do let's do the one that we're talking about. Let's do. The one we watch on Voodoo, uh, since you have so much to talk about, tomorrow we'll save it for the next. Uh, no, because he's not going to talk about 
We're going to be talking to Homeboy. That's true. Oh, well, well, we'll get to that one. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, but I am very curious what you thought about that because I noticed you watched it. And, yeah, uh, we will talk. We will talk about it next episode. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, just real quickly, I just want to go over a few things that I've watched because I've had a lot of downtime uh, being sick on the couch. Sometimes these go through my brain through a sick filter and I don't grasp everything, but I just will let you guys know what I'm watching and what I think you should watch. Um, I got a whole list here, but I'm going to skip some of them. The one thing that's, well, one of the things that's really sticking out to me, Steve, and I, dude, I told you, I think you really got to get on the show because it's so well written is the offer on Paramount plus. Are you familiar? I am. Have you checked it out or do you have any intention of checking it out? I'm going to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. All right. So Oscar winning producer Albert S. Ruddy's never before revealed experiences of the making of The Godfather in 1972. It's created by Michael Tolkien and Leslie Greif and stars Miles Teller, Matthew Good, Dan Fogler. Oh, God. Juno Temple, Colin Hanks, Giovanni Ribisi, even uh, Lou Ferrigno shows up in this for a little bit. And uh, even... Uh, um, Oh, God, I'm blanking. I'm so sorry, man. What is uh, a Gandolfini's son shows up in this for a little bit, too, on the most recent. Episode. Oh, great. You know what? Not a great actor. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Not a great actor. Honestly, he, he, he who called blows. it first? Who called it first? Jay? I believe it was us. Or was it you? We both were like, yeah. Remember, we saw the uh, I watched that. Many Sopranos, and I was like, yeah, dude, dude, dude wasn't. Yeah, no. He's no. not. But you know who's uh-huh. there's some really solid characters on this, though, particularly in the casting department. So like um, this guy named Anthony Ippolito, who I've never heard of before, plays young Al Pacino. Dude, dude, <laughs> like he is fucking Al Pacino. There is a scene in this movie. Uh, this was the last episode. I think it's like episode four. And um, Dan Fogler plays Francis Ford Coppola. Okay. So he and Miles Teller, Teller, who is Albert S. Ruddy, who is the producer of this movie, they finally get their cast together. I'm skipping so much of this, but they finally get their cast together and they invite them out to have a dinner so they can, you know, get ready before they start filming. And what they do, this cast, like, decides to, like, just take the form of the family at this dinner table in this restaurant. And they totally go into this whole it's like watching The Godfather but they're doing it for Francis Ford Coppola and the look on his face as he's watching all these characters come to life. And, you know, um, have you seen the Godfather, Steve? I have. Yes. So, you know, just watching the character that plays Sonny, like get all violent and shit. And, and like the, the actor that plays Michael sitting there all kind of, kind of quiet, how he talks like this, you know, he's got that, <laughs> he's got that young Al Pacino thing. Instead of, instead of this, he's got that, he's got the young Al Pacino thing. And the guy does it so fucking well. Uh, but the guy who plays um, Brando in this, I, I'm trying to find him here. I think he was on ER, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I can't find him on here right now. I swear to God, IMDb does this to me every single time where I, it doesn't include all the people that I need to see. But just fucking stellar performances from everyone. It's so interesting how this guy, Ruddy, wanted to get involved with this movie. You know, he started off, he was, uh, you heard of Hogan's Heroes back in the day? I did. Yes. Yeah. He, he produced the, he wrote for Hogan's heroes and he was just this television writer that stepped up his game and went to Paramount and under the guidance of Bob Evans, who was the head of Paramount at the time, uh, played by Matthew good. This dude puts in a hell of a performance, man. But, uh, you know, he, he came up, he got himself in there and he, and he started trying to get this movie made, but the Italian Americans gave him so much shit. This is the stuff that I wasn't aware of. They gave him so much shit because they thought that, and it was all coming from Sinatra apparently, because the character of Johnny Fontaine was loosely based on Sinatra and he wasn't having it. And he saw, he thought that it made Italian Americans, particularly like people that are made that are, you know, in families, if you know what I'm saying, 
it made them look bad, very stereotypical. So they were like not trying to get this movie made. And it's how um, Albert Ruddy, again, by Miles Teller, comes in contact with this guy named Joe Colombo, another, you know, real mobster, basically played by Giovanna Ribisi, who fucking kills it in this. And they get this movie going. And there's so much to talk about this one. I don't even want to get into it if you haven't watched it yet, Steve. But it is one of the best things on television right now. It's so well written and you got to check it out. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, the offer. I will give the offer four and a half out of five cannolis. Very, very good. Again, it's nice, on Paramount nice. Plus. Uh, it's almost all the way done. So if you're one of those people that likes to like, you know, hit everything at once and maybe you don't have the subscription, wait a couple of weeks and then join on and uh, just catch this all in one episode. I think there's 10 episodes right now and I believe we're on episode five or six. So yeah, you got a few weeks to go, but it's fucking fantastic. Every There's not a bad performance in this. So if I could give you like one recommendation of things to watch this week, Steve, it is the offer. Sounds good, man. What else you got? Made me, and I'll just say that it, it was so good that it inspired me. I actually watched the Godfather trilogy again. So there's your asterisk, sir. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> your little laugh, man. All right. And then quickly, uh, keeping with Paramount Plus, they have all of the Star Trek shows there. And I am always been more of a Star Wars guy versus a Star Trek guy. But as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that Star Trek is a little more where it's at when it comes to like their ideologies and how they uh, convey their messages in film. And, uh, but I haven't watched all of the shows religiously. And I think that I ended up getting more of an appreciation for the Star Trek stuff. Oddly is when the Orville came out and it really made me like, cause the Orville does Star Trek better than Star Trek sometimes. And it really made me appreciate it. So I went back, I started watching, you know, uh, next generation. And recently this new show just popped up on there and it's called Star Trek, strange new worlds, bro, that they are doing Star Trek, right? Like they, they're so on point with their script. And their characters. And I'm very curious. I wish we had some Trekkie people on here that would uh, give me a, uh, some kind of a discourse. Because I don't know if like what I'm liking is like nails on a chalkboard to them. But as far as visuals go, as far as the ideologies go, their, their themes of the show, the new casts, uh, it's fucking fantastic. And it's a prequel to Star Trek, the original series. Uh, the show will follow the crew of the USS Enterprise under Captain Christopher Pike. Doc, uh, let me go this real quick, Steve, because Christopher Pike is played by Anson Mount. And Anson Mount played Black Bolt. There you go. Oh, nice turnaround. You know, I did that there. I brought it all yes. back around again. But uh, let me tell you something about Anson Mount, Steve. Have you seen like his character of Captain Pike at, at all? Like just in... Yes, because I watched the first uh, iteration where where he 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 was one of the captains. Yeah, that which show was that? That was like uh, I don't even remember which one. What series that was? Star Trek. Star Trek. Deep Space. Me, I don't even know. No, 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 because it was the one with Sister Girl. Um, on Paramount, there's another star. The other Star. Yeah, I know the one it is, but like I said, I don't watch all of the shows. But so this is my first experience with. At it was good. Yeah. This form of Captain Christopher Pike. Uh, solid. The dude is, is solid. He's like this uh, handsome motherfucker with the best head of hair I've ever seen in my life. You got to check this dude. Like, I'm going to give his hair a five out of five in this show. Best hair in the game, dude. I'm telling you right now. Best hair in the fucking galaxy. Captain Christopher Pike. But the, the guy that plays, uh, I'm not going to go over too much, but the guy that plays Spock on the show, Ethan Peck, phenomenal Spock. Uh, they have younger versions of Uhuru. Uhura rather and uh who else uh, so far it's just a bunch of people that i'm kind of, like again I'm, I'm familiarizing myself with older characters through this show and uh highly recommend it uh, i'll just go ahead and say since you haven't watched this one either that i will give uh so far for the first three episodes that i've seen i will give star trek strange new worlds um 
as you can hear the thing, I don't really have my terminology down when it comes to like their, all their little gadgets and shit. So I'm just going to give it a straight up four out of five. Nice, dude. I'm edumacating myself to the Star Trek. It's fun, dude. Seriously, check it out. I hate when I have to do these things quickly, but it's totally worth a, a watch. And then quickly, yes, I did watch the Pentaverit, Johnny. And I, Steve, I, you don't like Mike Myers at all. Is that what's going I'm not on? A, no, I'm not a big. You're, I knew you were a I've Wayne's ever, World guy, though. I was a Wayne's World guy. I was a uh, Austin Powers guy. And if you're an Austin Powers guy, then you will be a Pentaverit guy. This is Austin Powers. I was an Austin Powers guy. Oh, no. What, what, what? Uh, no, nothing. Uh-huh. I was, though. If I watched it today, it wouldn't make me laugh anymore. It made me laugh pretty fucking hard. Like, like there's okay. a lot of Mike Myers low-hanging fruit jokes in this. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm just like... Eh. But it works for some reason. Okay. It's really, really interesting. I, I don't want to say it's interesting, but it's a... <laughs> put it this way. I binged the entire show in one Okay. Time. So, yeah, the Pentaverit is an unlikely Canadian journalist finds himself embroiled in a mission to uncover the truth and just possibly save the world himself. And what the Pentaverit is, is basically like an Illuminati. It's the secret society and they've they've controlled the world's events and they've kept the world from being, you know, destroyed and all this stuff numerous times for centuries. And uh, one of them passes away and they need to bring another one in. And the first form of that, it goes into a couple of different forms. The first form um the first person that they bring in is a character played by uh, Keegan-Michael Key. And it's just, it's fucking hilarious. His name's Hobart Clark. He plays this scientist who's trying to crack cold fusion, blah, blah, blah. But something happens to him and then they bring in Ken Jeong. And once Ken Jeong gets into it, shit just goes crazy. And it's, it's really fun. I, it's one of those shows where I don't totally blame you if you're like, ah, I just can't do it. But if you're into like Mike Myers humor, if you liked how Austin Powers played out as far as just their jokes and that kind of like rapid fire, uh, a lot of obvious uh, plays on words and things like that. Mike Myers, basically, if you're a fan of Mike Myers, you will love this show. It's fucking hilarious. So I will give uh, Pentaverit a uh, 3.75 out of five. Jeez. Uh, uh, I don't even know right now, Steve, because I'm in a hurry, but 3.75 out of five is what I'm giving it. Now, out of curiosity, before you go on to the next one, yeah. did you did you start or finish Ozark? I have not finished the second part of the last season. I haven't even started it actually. Okay, because I've heard some things, and as much as I love Ozark, sometimes that writing is so dark that I have to like do it in. Oh yeah, I have to do it. I have to pace myself with Ozark. I don't know. What be it is. careful with this next. Be careful with the second half, dude. Does, be in a be in a be in the right mood for it. Does Marty at any point in time go, uh, buddy? At any point in the show? Uh hey pal, um, uh, buddy. That's I will say this. Marty's totally different now. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. It's just I've yeah. had a lot of things on my plate. So I have When it ended, I was like, that's how you end a show. Okay. Well, I've heard the opposite of that. So now I'm yeah. curious. Um, don't go in expecting anything. Just, just watch the episodes. We'll do. We'll do. All right. Go for uh, it. Quickly, you know, I'm just going to give this. I'm not even going to rate this one, but I will tell you, I got this text from my kid, and he's like, "Listen, I know how you feel about this, and I realized that this wasn't your generation because it was his." He's all, "But just hear me out. Just turn on. It's on Disney Plus. Turn on. It just came out. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's like a. It's not a reboot. It's a comeback, as they put it. I watched that last night with Gail." 
and it is so fucking entertaining, dude. I was really surprised at how good this was. That's awesome, dude. Uh, it's written by Dan Greger and Doug Mann and the acting talent of Andy Samberg, John Mulaney, Kiki Lane. Listen to this cast. Um, Will Arnett, Eric Bana, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, Tim Robinson, J.K. Simmons, Seth Rogen. It just goes on and on. And it's it's basically, uh, it's it's like they, they were estranged. The cast of the uh, Rescue Rangers, which apparently came out in the 90s, they've become estranged. They've all done their, gone their different ways. But uh, one of them is in trouble now. And they all kind of have to get back together to help him out. And it's very, okay. did you like Roger Rabbit? Um, yeah. It's very Roger Rabbit, dude, as far Except as. Except for the one scene. Which one, the dip? Uh-huh. <laughs> that dip fucked you up, huh? Dude. Sorry, you threw me on the dip. Now I'm wondering why your poor Steve Hudson was scarred at a at an early age with the dip. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> but anyway, they uh it's just really good, dude. And I know this is one of those shows I won't talk you into. So I'm just talking to anyone out there. If you have kids, it's the perfect excuse to watch this. But like I told you, I turned this shit on, it was just Gail and I. And we really enjoyed this movie. It's very well written. It's funny. There's tons of pop culture references and Easter eggs to the point where it's almost like uh, whether you like the movie or not, like you're getting pop culture references and Easter eggs like Ready Player One was like, that's how hard they go with this here. And they do it really okay. well. So totally worth checking out. Uh, and then lastly, I think there's one more is the show that I just started last night. I don't have a rating for this one yet either, but I'm super fucking intrigued by it. And it is called Night Sky. Have you heard about this one? I have with J.K. Simmons and Sissy right? Spacek. Yeah, J.K. Simmons and Sissy yeah. Spacek. It's a very interesting uh-huh. uh, where they're going with this is I have no idea. But as far as just like the general plot of this, basically, it follows Franklin and Irene York, an elderly couple who are getting up in their years. They're like in their 70s. Uh, one of them is sick. One of them starting to go a little on the senile side. Actually, they both kind of are. But they have lived on this farm for years. And for who knows how long they have had this little um, underneath this shed that they have, there's this chamber and this chamber, for whatever reason, when you go into it, it takes you to a deserted planet. So they've done like almost 900 trips over the course of all these years. And he's real disenchanting with it. He's kind of over it because nothing ever happens, but they just, you know, she, she loves it. She loves the way it looks. It makes her feel better. She's not feeling well. And they go into this chamber and they're, they're, you know, it's like looking out the window at another planet. It's beautiful. But that's really all there is to it until there's not. And I just recently at the end of the second episode, this young guy shows up. We don't know why he's there. He shouldn't be there at all. And now it's starting to go in all these different directions. And it it seems to be like it's going to be a very interesting show. But when you get J.K. Simmons and and uh, Sissy Spacek together, dude, like they are putting out some energy on this show. And they are one of the most lovable old couples that you'll see. Like the love that these two project in just the two episodes that I've seen, how much they care for each other and everything that they've been through is played out so well in this. And I just hope that this show keeps the same pace or at least that same uh, feeling going throughout the show because it's it's beautiful, man. I, th- another one I think you'll like. This one's on Prime Video and it just came out, I think, on the 20th of May. So uh, high recommendation. I don't have a rating for this one yet. Again, I just watched it last night and I'm on episode two, but I strongly suggest you guys check it out and let me know what you think. And I'm going to stop battling now, Steve. Um, How many episodes are out for that? Uh, I think they all dropped, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. Night Sky? Yeah, hold on. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, they all dropped on the 20th. And you love it so far. I find it very intriguing. I, th- I really enjoy the, the chemistry between um, Sissy Spacek and uh, J.K. Simmons. And it's just this show. It's like, okay, where is it going from here? The part I'm at right now, it's like, it's okay. It's completely just shifted. Where do we go from here? 
and that's why I'm just hoping that it keeps this way because you know it's See, like I, I'm dying to hit play again, and I hope I have that same feeling every single time I start a new episode. See, that's my thing because I've I started outer range, mm-hmm. and it's it's like I'm on the fourth or fifth episode, and I still don't know what the hell is happening. I can tell you that I'm not lost whatsoever. It's just okay. There's just this introduction of a new character, and I was watching it late last night, and I said, "I'm. It's a good time to stop." So I want to see where it goes from here because basically, you know, they're in this room. You can see this planet. And as you know, we recall from every freaking science fiction movie and science itself, uh, there's no atmosphere, right? So you walk out yes. there. Think of uh, 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 Total Recall. Like you're going to get fucking imploded or something, right? And they have done experiments with these mice, apparently, where she's like, I want to go out there and see what's out there. He's like, no, we can't. We put mice out there. You saw what happened to them. And she writes this letter to him in the middle of the night after this really beautiful scene where they kind of get tipsy together and they like really declare their love, like their current love, how it is. It's beautiful. It really was. Um, But she leaves him in the middle of the night. She writes him this letter and she says, hey, I have to do this for myself. I have to see what's out there. So I love you. Give my love to so-and-so, our granddaughter. Uh, I will see you again. I promise. I, I can't love you anymore. It's beautiful. And as she goes to open up this door. She's just about to open up the door and walk out onto this planet. And she hears like some groaning behind her. And it's this really like scruffy, long haired dude that can't get up. He's like, help me, help me. And that's kind of where it ends right there. So, so you're excited about this. I've, I'm super intrigued. I can't wait to get back okay, to cool, it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, out of curiosity, have you caught up on, on Atlanta? Uh, I, yes, yes. All the way till now? The last episode. Did I watch the last episode? I need to watch the last episode again because I was kind of like, well, I was very sick at the time, so I was very foggy. I think it's in Dude, black and white, if I'm not mistaken, right? I was really wrong about Atlanta. What do you mean? I thought it was going to... I wasn't really into this season. Yeah. And then it just started getting really good. I love the episode with uh, Paperboy where he gets he eats that like space cake or Holy crap, That was a dude. great episode. I was like, see this, and you know I can't stand the dude. You know Donald Glover drives me bonkers. Yeah. But I'm like, how does he write this? Like when Liam Neeson said, hey, as oh, a white God, dude, I, forgot about I don't have, he was like, I don't have to learn anything. And I was like, how did they convince him to even play that part? Shit, Liam Neeson's going to take any part he can get, it seems, if that I'm being said, honest. He's like, I don't have to learn anything. Yeah. Bye. And he's like, wait, what? It was such a fun, it was such a fun episode. All the episodes have just been like, Man, if there's one show that knows how to be like, oh, you thought you were you were bored, watch this. If you want to have like thought provoked, oh, dude. Atlanta's the show to watch. There, the- whether or not you're going to follow the story, particularly in season three, every single episode has you going, dude. You know, even the lost phone, yeah, where the guy just starts singing. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm in a different show. Yeah. I'm like, what's happening? And he didn't even take the free. I was like, are you kidding me right now? And- and Lakeith is still as weird as ever. Which dude, is that dude is. But then how he's like, uh, he's like, uh, oh, that'll be two dollars and forty seven cents. He's like, here you go. He's like, oh man, I ain't got it. He's like, well, I'll just wait for the universe to 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 Take make this right. <laughs> <laughs> and then and this dude pays him. He's like, great. I guess I'm paying. I was like, this is so. I was just freaking Donald Clever, though, man. You know what? Though? And the fact that he's able to just do this. Hey, I'm glad oh. he's out there, man, because this is an interesting show, and I'm and I'm it glad is, that there's man. still because I think that, I don't know when the last episode is, but there's a second part to this season that's coming yes. out later in the fall. Yeah. So and that's it. And I knew because, dude, Paperboy, he's he's an eternal now. Yeah. 
He's he's he coming. Can't up, really Steve. do this. He's coming. He can't really do this kind of shenanigans anymore. Well, you can if you hang out with Donald Glover. Apparently, you ain't. I mean, you ain't lying. <laughs> but I mean, shoot, I'm not exactly looking forward to the next Eternals movie. So no, no. If there is one, I don't know. It there will. I mean, there. I mean, there's money to be made. They'll make it. There's money to be made. Unfortunately, I I would watch Kamel by himself though. You just suck the tea to that guy, don't you? You don't like Kamel Nanjiani. No, I do. Huh? I'm just. I don't. I don't love him. You know what I mean? But that's, it's not a he, knock. It's just, you like Did you him. ever watch the big sick? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Uh, we can't really talk about it because I don't have the time, but uh, also I forgot to write it down here. Have you watched the second season of hacks yet? Oh no, no, no. I wanted them all to drop. Oh, you're killing me, man. It's hard I to can't talk do about this shit week to week. I know, but I can't, I can't dude. I can't just watch Oh, you know what? I will. Please. I guess I'll I think have we're to. four episodes in right now, and it's just Oh, as, that'll work. It's just as good, dude. It's so good so far. Now I'll, someone made a great point. They're like, I still they like they're like they they haven't decided if Homegirl's a good comedic writer. I'm like, you're so right. Because even last season, some of the jokes she put on her, I was like, that's not really funny. Yeah. It's it's it has a point. It's like a an applause break. Snarky humor. But yeah, it's like, yay, you're so right. But she's like, that's not funny, though. Show me where the funny is. Do you remember like, you know, the cliffhanger? Uh, didn't she do a, a set where um, kind of everybody didn't think it was funny? Yeah, but she pissed off. Uh, God damn it. Why am I? See, I don't have my notes. Oh, on. and then she she also she dropped all that terrible information yes, she, on that she one took article. Ecstasy yeah. and she got drunk or something uh-huh. like that. And she ended up sending off an email that. Yes. And she reads the email on this uh, in this season. And it's brutal as fuck. But that's the thing is like, does she know? How can I get this back without her knowing? And oh, all no, that, that's where we're at with the episode, uh, at least that's, with the season. I, so dude, far. I love it. But I love her. I love both. Of once them. that comes to a head, what happens is they go out on tour. I'm not going to ruin anything, but they go out on tour together. And she's like, well, let's leave early because she doesn't know that she's uh, even written the email yet. So she's like, let's leave early. I'll drive. She's being nice to her and everything. And they, they take off on this tour. And then the information comes out. And then. Really? You know how she is. <laughs> you know how oh, she I gets. can't wait. I cannot wait to see. And I think it's, it's just a be... beat down of the character. I mean, it's it's um I feel so dumb right now because I don't have my notes up, but it's really, really fucking good. And I'm just only blinking because I know we gotta get out of here right now. But yeah, I love I love hacks. Hacks is so I, I don't think truthfully, the way they wrote the first season, I don't think they thought the sex season second season was coming. You think so? I didn't think that. Yeah. The way that because it ended, even though it ended on a cliffhanger, it also ended entirely. Where it's like, well, if nothing else happens, it still was a good first season. Yeah. You know that, but man, that hacks was just, I had to turn my brain on for a second. Ava is the character who's the comedy writer. And then there's Deborah Vance who's the comedian played by Jean smart. Deborah Vance. What a good name that is. Deborah Vance is just, dude, she's so mean. <laughs> she's so fucking mean. At dude, least she when she mean. wants to be in this. And if you hey, enjoyed what's that dude, go ahead. I was just saying, if you enjoyed like how the cruel shit she did in season one, you know, th- there's just plenty more of it to come. What's that dude's name that played the other casino o- owner that was like homeboy from? Oh, I eat uh, pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat yeah, pieces what's of shit. His na- exactly. What's his? Because he's always that guy. He plays the asshole. Um, yeah, you know what's what? his name? He's one of those he's characters the- that I could, I will always recognize his face, and I can never. He's. I don't honestly think I know this dude's name. Let me. Look Has he ever right. played a good person? 
I don't think so. Because he just has the face. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's the like, case. I don't like that guy. I bet you he's the boss. I'm telling you, man, I fucking hate IMDb. I'm here trying to look at these things. Anyway, you know what? Google that shit. It's out there, ladies and gentlemen. He's Check so it out. Good, it's a really, so really good. good show. And I know I'm not oh, giving yeah. it justice because I have to get out of here. You know why, Steve? Because I have to go to a graduation party this afternoon. For who? For my son's girlfriend. She graduated from college with two degrees. One in theater, one in English. Oh, so she's not going to forget her lines. She's not going to forget her lines and she'll learn them well, <laughs> sir. That's right. I like. Is she going to try to be an actor? Actor? No, she's going to be a teacher. She's going to be a teacher. So A theater teacher. I don't know what she's going to do, actually, but she's super bright and we're super proud of her. And the uh, party is actually in another town. We got to go to Tulare in a little bit here. So I got to jump. In oh, the, that sounds fantastic. Jump in the old well, shower go, and get all spruced go up. Have a drink on me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll do. And uh, enjoy your enjoy your wonderful. Uh, the party. P-A-R-T-Y. Because I got it. Because we got it. Of course. <laughs> hey, you want to take us out? Yes. People. No, actually, you're going to be the, the, the you, you, you are doing the last thing though, right? Yeah, I mean, just, we're doing the thing right now, Steve. Okay, do the thing. Okay. Just man, I didn't use that tickets out. We're doing the All thing, right. Steve. People, I had a great time today. Uh, I, I may be a little bit more cerebral in, in, in the upcoming shows, but it has nothing to do with anything you've said. It's because I'm just growing myself. You know what I'm saying? I love you guys. And the next voice you're going to be hearing is the man, the myth, the legend, the song is way to a Tulare graduation party to because the party does not start until I Dan. Is in. Exactly. Mr. Dan walks in and everybody's like, hey, Dan's here. And all of a sudden the mariachi music starts. I love you guys. Peace. My dick comes out. It's a whole crazy thing. I, I have to make wow. sure to keep the dick in this time because it's a You've family been in, party. Never have been your thing today. it's a family affair but it's a good question steve i want you to ask yourself that question how many times have you seen your own asshole i've never seen it once that's weird why is that weird because you need to you need to get back there just make sure everything's good <laughs> you know i mean it's kind of like you know like walking around with a booger in your nose you want someone to tell you right hey i don't want no ducky hanging out you're right you, wanna, you don't know that ducky hanging out your your b-hole <laughs> <laughs> so everyone i highly recommend if i could leave you with anything just go home and explore your asshole. I mean, not physically, but if you want to, that's your thing. Go for it. But look in the mirror, take a look, say hello to the raisin, tell it Dan said hello. Dan, as in Dan Ramirez of Heroes of Noise, that is Steve Hudson. And uh, it's great to be back in here, guys. So we'll be back real soon. Uh, when will we be back, Steve? Like probably uh, tomorrow, I think. So yes. look forward for shows. We're going to have a couple shows coming out this week and we are back on track. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I feel great. Steve looks great. I think he feels great, too. He's all refreshed with the Paul McCartney thing. We're ready to rock. Heroes of noise. All right, people, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 